Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Warhammer Wednesdays and Once Upon a Time in the Old World. Um, I am your Games Master, Jim, and these are my hardy group of players. Hey, everybody, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Hagen Ritter von Delbers, the knight adventurer um, who last week went toe-to-toe -to -toe with a bunch of storm vermin and is currently sort of laid up in bed, still recovering. I spent my XP on, a, on agility and picked up a rank in athletics. Hmm. I'm Kevin. I'm playing Gerhard Akram, who is a wizard, no longer a wizard apprentice. Um, and I haven't spent my experience from last week, so I'm decided what I want to do with it yet. Hey, by gum, I'll be Dan, and I'll be playing the Dowie Pit Fighter. More deck, and this week I have been spending my XP on my hitty weapon skill. Hi, I'm Colin. Uh, I'm playing Carolyn Redemacher, the human thug, uh, and I just spent 200 XP on a second rank of Strike Mighty Blow. Hi all, I'm Dan, and I'm playing the once plucky elf Ilmarin, now slightly uh, broken Ilmarin, and I haven't spent any XP yet. Okay, so as you rejoin our band of wholesome warriors and uh, magicians and uh, knights and um, elves and dwarves, um, we have just spent a night of a little bit of healing uh in in temples within um Ubersreich, uh due to a couple of the party taking a little bit of a kicking um uh, of which i believe that uh hagen took a brunt of it after to, after standing there like a trojan and completely wiping out half of the uh the rats like beastman population um and uh, being finished off i believe by um um i forget her name now catalin carolyn carolyn that's it i oh, was nearly there Christ carolyn it. killed the very last one after yes. he wiped out everything else but in the nick so, of time in the nick as of time, we, yes. time as we join the guys death. yes as we join the guys and girls tonight um Johan has taken himself off uh, to work with um, a local engineer on the um, the cart come coach that they're going to be using uh, to leave uh, Uber's Reich with, together with the Lady Nat, um, who they've been asked to escort out the city for our own safety. Um, they estimated, well, Johan estimated that this would take about seven to eight days so um, this leaves the rest of the party to gather equipment, uh, maybe fire, uh, start a few bar fights, looking at the dwarf, <laughs> and, um, uh, sure bar and maybe happen. heal up a little bit and, and help get things back in order within the Temple of Ulrich, maybe. Yeah, that's, that's going to be one of my big uh, objectives, is trying to see if we can reconsecrate the temple. Okay. So, 
Hagen has spent the night uh, at the temple. Remind me again, which temple were you in? Chayla. Yeah. Um, and you wake up in the morning with a bit of an headache, um, very sore. Um, you've not. This is probably the most uh, badly that you've been wounded in your whole entire fighting career. To be fair, this, this beats that. Uh, the beatings that you used to get from the older, bigger boys at uh, Squire School or uh, whatever it was. Um, and everybody else's... Did you go back to the Red Moon? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You've spent the night there sort of refreshing yourselves. And you all wake up uh, to that familiar smell I woke of... Up. Uh, yeah, uh, of fish and potato stew coming from the downstairs bar area. Um, I thought we added another ingredient. It's possible, um, but uh, who knows what... Yeah, I, well, Gunter cooked up some sausages and some bacon and some potato cakes and all sorts last time, but uh, they decided that it was a no-go because people... It wasn't uh, a big enough uptake. Oh, yeah. I literally even took some for the road. Um, First time I ate in that place. And there's a very strange, uh, Hagen. You wake up to the very f uh, familiar smell of uh, fish and potato stew as well. And there's a, a little sort of metal bowl cup uh, on your, your bedside sort of table where you are. Uh, and some kind fellow or lady has been down and and uh, kindly put some warm um, but slightly tepid um, stew next to your bed, ready to give you that big sort of boost for the day, yeah? He groans, he, he looks at the stew, he's like, I I don't feel well enough to face that at the moment. Do you just have some plain bread, perhaps? <laughs> uh, we could do it. You look down at the stew and there's some jolly looking potatoes floating round and bobbing up and down in, in this stew. Um, I would have thought but, it was yeah, You, you notice on a couple of the yeah, <laughs> a couple of the potatoes do seem to have like the stalks growing from them a little bit. They've probably left a little bit too long to be cooking, really. But hey, it could be extra vitamin C. <laughs> Yeah, I think Hagen is, uh, he's definitely still a little too beat up to face the fish and potatoes stew. So he'll just kind of lean back and uh, ask if any of his uh, associates are, are still at the, in the temple. Um, I don't believe so, sir, uh, says a very quiet young man, um, very clean shaven. Uh, he has a clean shaven head as well. Uh, looks very respectable. Um, yeah, he, he's he's just a generally all-round nice chap, or seems it. Yeah. Uh, sir, you you must forgive me. I, in my delirious state, I may have forgotten your name. Uh, how may I call you? Uh, you can call me Carter. And are you a uh, novitiate at the temple? Um, I just, I just volunteer at, at, at the moment. Well, then could you lend me your shoulder while I get out of bed? 
see about getting myself uh, back to my associates. Because Hagen is still sure? real, he's still in really rough shape. Are you sure that's wise, sir? Well, there are many things that we need to attend to, and although I don't feel that well, I'm not exactly planning on jumping into sewers to fight uh, beastmen today, so I should get about my business. The work of Ulrich is never done. Well, I can give you an answer, and he sort of he sort of leans down and helps you up out of bed. Again, it, very stiff, very sore. Um, yeah. Yeah, in mechanical terms, Hagen is well under half his hit points still, so he is not feeling great. If you want, uh, sir, I could put all your things in a wheelbarrow, uh, the, the ones that we use to remove the dead bodies, and I could probably follow you down to where, where you're staying, maybe. You know, that would be a great service. I would appreciate that. But he will take the hammer in his hand. He goes, I'll, I'll carry this. But if it, you could help me back with any of the other things, that would be greatly appreciated. Is, is that your crutch, sir? My, this, no, the Hammerzite is an heirloom of my family's. And uh, I, as long as I draw breath, if I'm walking, it will be in my hands. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's quite a nice weapon, sir. It, uh, it served me well yesterday, and I believe it has served my family well for, for quite some time. I'd hate to see the other chap, sir. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure how it ended. They knocked me out in the end, but uh, several of the foul beastmen fell beneath uh, Hammerzite's blows. Beastmen, you say? Aye. In the sewers beneath uh, beneath the Temple of Ulrich, we encountered beastmen. In the sewers beneath Ulrich? Indeed. I would Did not hide have... that. Did they have yellow teeth, sir? They had green glowing eyes and yellow teeth and looked almost like rats walking on their hind legs. Did the size of men. Fur, sir? I, I can't recall. They were... Uh, it was a very quick encounter and very dark, but they were the size of men and looked like rats with green glowing eyes and foul smelling breath and they struck hard. I think I would have I think I would have handled them all if a coward if one of their cowardly lot hadn't shot me with that arrow. What? Sorry. So to you, use an arrow was a cowardly move. Did he shoot you from behind, sir? No, no. He shot me from the shadows. Oh. Perhaps cowardly is too strong of a word, but it's tactics that uh, I myself don't, don't approve of. But I do know some yeah. very good uh, marksmen, so I suppose cowardly is not really a fair assessment. Thank you for pointing that out to me. De Devious. Devious, yes, without a doubt, they were devious. Assassins from the shadows. Perhaps, perhaps. Very devious. So, if you was to give any advice on on this, you would say, 
don't turn your back on a bowman or don't turn your back on the shadows. I would say... Beware of furry assassins. <laughs> I would say try to always keep your eyes open and be aware of your situations. And hopefully you'll never face something like that. Okay, yeah, I hope I never fight, uh, face anything like that, sir. Anyway, I'll go and get the I'll go and get the wheelbarrow. Thank you, my friend. And he disappears, and then from it seems like a a, dis, a, a long off distance, you hear that. <laughs> as this this chap comes back in, and it slowly gets closer and louder and louder, and it's this wheelbarrow that's incredibly squeaky. Yeah, and it's just going through your hurting head at the moment. <laughs> like, oh, God. Oh, thank you, all, Ulrich, for challenging me and showing me the frailty of my mortal form. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you want to put everything that's heavy in, in the wheelbarrow, sir, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make sure that you, uh, you, you get back to wherever you stay. It's pretty much just his chain mail. I mean, he's got everything else on him. And he struggles to pick that up off the floor, but he, he sort of drags it halfway in and then drags a little bit more in and then until it, it all sort of falls into the wheelbarrow. Well, I've noticed you've got a bit of rip in that cha uh, chain mail, sir. More uh, of that sort of. Now, that's one of the first tasks I must deal with today. That and... I actually went, my leather cuirass was absolutely destroyed in the fight. So I have quite a, quite a day with the armor or a blacksmith and getting myself re-kitted. Okay. Anyway, you lead the way, sir, and I'll, uh, I'll follow closely behind with the, with, with the barrow. Uh, we, can, we, we can go side by side, my friend. Oh, okay, yeah. And he, he walks next to you. And you notice that for most of the journey, he seems to be talking to you, but you can't hear him over this really loud squeaking and <laughs> noise from the wheelbarrow. But your head's hurting that much. You, you think it's just best to sort of nod and smile at him. And uh, when, when he pauses and looks at you, you, you sort of go, oh, uh, what did you say again? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So everybody at the Red Moon Inn, what's going on there? The, the smell of fish and potatoes is wafting Caroline upstairs. got up, cleaned, cleaned some more of the dried blood off her head. Um, she's mostly recovered. She's uh, still down three wounds, but... Okay. Um, Ilmarin appears to be playing a merry tune on his lute. Which is the first thing, first time he's done that in a long while. Are you down in the bar, Dan? Yeah, down in the bar, just twindling away, little elven tune, humming away to myself. Okay. Not eating the stew. There are, <laughs> there are two very gaudy dressed gentlemen down there with waxed moustaches of incredible size and twirliness. Um, one has blonde hair, the other one has black hair, but. Their facial hair has been sculpted um, immaculately, yeah, into almost sculptures of hair on their faces. And both of them have shoulder-length hair that is swept back and sort of stays in place almost. 
very, very well-groomed gentlemen. In fact, these are probably the cleanest human beings that you've, 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 uh, you know, had the pleasure uh, to have seen for a long time. And Myron can appreciate that. He can appreciate the clean and tidiness. Yeah. They're still humans, so still a little bit dirty, but uh, we make do with what we got. Okay. Uh, Gerhard, Mordek. Uh, I'm probably studying my reading Excellent. materials quite intently, bent over some table in the common room, I would imagine, but um, trying to figure out what went wrong, what went right in the battle, see if we can figure out how to do the magicking better next time. Okay. Everybody's a school day. Mordek is probably being a little antisocial given the last battle, um, as he's just, he's not feeling it. Uh, so he will be. Um... Oh no, he was having a bath, wasn't he? Yeah, proper bath. Yes. Oh yes, yes. you went yeah. off to yeah. have a bath. Well, I thought we'd done that. Oh, I thought we'd done that already. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we went. We went to the bath, didn't we? And I followed you, not realising it was a dwarven bath. Yeah. yeah so you've had a, you've had a good dwarven wash. Um, the 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 soap was almost charcoal, um, and you, you, you do smell of. Um, underground rocks and and moss, but it's a nice smell. Yeah, to to you it it smells of home and battles and excellent. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, just yeah, underground. Yeah. So with that in mind, uh, after that I'll return back to the uh, bar. You also smell of moss and. Um, charcoal and coal and various mining implements and things. Um, it's probably still better than the smell that's in the bar. <laughs> yes, absolutely it is, yeah. yeah. Um, it was probably a very interesting experience for Ilmarin being in a dwarven bath with dwarves. Um, I imagine you got quite a few sideways looks. I'm impressed yeah, that yeah, he came yeah. back without more, more, you know, bruises than he entered with. I, I have, I've done nothing but show the dwarfs respect since I've been in the old world. You know, apart from the odd stunty joke with my my dear friend Mordek. <laughs> dear friends. Well, you know, us elder races have got to stick together. Language <laughs> yeah. we were using were allies. <laughs> yeah, friends of convenience. <laughs> <laughs> So, these two foppish gentlemen that are in the bar, um, they, they both wear outrageous sort of cod pieces and really sort of baggy pantaloons that go into tights. Uh, but only a small part of the tights can be seen because they have the most heroic boots that you've ever seen. They're almost pirates in their heroicness. But they are just... The, the overhang of them, the fold, yeah, it's just the most impressive leather boot you've ever seen. Um, and one of the, they seem to be identically dressed apart from the colours. Um, so the, the black haired one is wearing purples and dark blues. The blonde haired one is wearing um, oranges and yellows. Um, but the one wearing purples and blues does seem a little bit taller and 
much more muscly than the other one. Muscly, muscly, uh, muscly than the other one. And they keep looking over and smiling. Yeah, Marion just keeps playing his loop. Lost to the world. He's just playing away. Um, and make a point of ignoring him because we've had way too much trouble already. Just, you know, anything for quiet life at the moment as we prepare for the next job. Yeah, something like that. Carolyn wants to head so, out fairly sharpish and... and the, the one in the, per, in the orange and yellow stands up and he comes over towards you and you notice that he has got a medium-length cape on that almost comes round on one shoulder. Uh, and it has tassels all along the bottom. Quite the most outrageous thing you've ever seen, to be fair, but it's obviously some strange fashion or other. And he gives the most outrageous bow that you've ever seen. His hand and head almost scrapes the floor as he bows towards um, the elf. It, the elf gives a curt nod back but continues to play. Uh, if I uh, if I uh, could uh, speak to to you, my uh, my fair Alvin friend. Wait, he's speaking with a French. Oh, so is he a Bretonian? Is yeah. he talking with a Bretonian accent? No, it's it's one my very bad accent. He's not from Bretonia. Is it Italian? Um, <laughs> it's a pizza. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, yeah. He almost sounds Italian, maybe. Ah. <laughs> It's trying to be a Norse accent. Um, <laughs> your music, it is uh, uh, fantastic. Well, thank you, kind sir. Just continues to play, humming a little elven tune. Tell me, uh, do you play uh, the cards? The what? The cards. And he reaches in inside his cape and pulls out this pack of rectangular cardboard card things printed with funny pictures of royals and... Um... <laughs> to which Elmarin goes, I can't say I've ever played that musical instrument. No, these are, not, uh, <laughs> these are, are not uh, musical instruments. They are... They are uh, instruments of uh, fun and a joy. Oh, if you say so. And Warren continues to play. He's trying not to get drawn. Like the others, we've been in way too many situations. Warren is trying would not you, to get drawn. Uh, would you care uh, for a, a, a game of uh, set cards? Uh, I, I feel I would be a disadvantage, I'm afraid to say. And also, but, uh, what is the purpose of playing cards? Well, it is uh, it is uh, the the uh, the thriller of um, you know uh, uh, the the rush that you get. Uh, it is uh, such a, a very um, um, a fantastic thing, you know. It uh, hmm. you yeah. you put up uh, uh, some of your uh, money, and uh, I put up some of my money, oh, and the winner they gambling. Take. Uh, I have heard it called that before. Yes. Ah, this is this is not something the elves partake in. It's it's, it's a bit of a, 
a vice, is it not? Ah. Ah, okay. Mm. Yes, I, I feel I should stay clear of this. It's not something uh, an, uh, an, elven, an elven diplomat, of course, as well. Myself being a diplomat should be getting involved with. But thank you for the offer. It was very kind of you. You are you are a diplomat? I was at one point. I have been falling on hard times recently. Uh, my band of, that I travel with have needed less diplomacy recently. Why, uh, why do you, uh, if you are a diplomat, uh, why do you uh, stay in a, um, how would you say? Um, a fine establishment. A hole, like of, this? a hole of shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because this is where our employer put us up. So. Uh, very uh, shallow, uh, pocketed uh, employer, yes? <laughs> yeah, looking at the place, you could say that, but it has its rustic charms. Ah, that is good. Ah, well, maybe uh, we will uh, see you later, yes? Perhaps, perhaps. Okay. Okay, so you, you smell more moss uh, and stone as Mordek makes his way down the stairs, looking very clean and well-groomed, even Mordek though his hair is still very unkempt <clears throat> after sleeping. Uh, without it tied up, um, but it, it almost has that back combed look at the moment, uh, and yeah, it, it almost looks um, yeah elegant, but maybe not. <laughs> that Mordek walks down the stairs, and then Marvin gets distracted and breaks a string. Yeah, as I was about to say, ding, <laughs> ah, yeah. and you hear some words in Elvish. They're they're clearly curse words the way he said them, but you don't know what they mean. <laughs> in his heavy boots as he walked downstairs. Okay. So you're getting yourself ready downstairs and another familiar face walks into the bar. Uh, a stooped little man um, with scraped over hair over his head. Uh, a little bit rat-like, uh, but you know him as... Um, uh, the Christian uh, von Gebel, um, the lawyer to Lady Nacht, and potentially Witchfinder. Uh, ah, ah, uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, you're just the ones I wanted to see. Now, I did tell you that uh, I was going to bring you some uh, revenue over, so to speak, so you could get a few things and, 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 and yes, things like that. So I've brought you um, this big. Uh, bag of gold over and he clunks it onto the table and he pulls this piece of paper that has been rolled up uh, out of his pocket and he says naturally you'll have to sign to say that uh, you, you have had this um, yes I've got the sum of 75 gold crowns here yeah it's almost the king's ransom that you could have said um, but yes if you'll just sign for it here um uh, then, then How loudly is Von Gevel saying this? Yeah, I was just saying that. Very, very, very. In fact, he's saying it that loudly. There's something amiss. And you just realise that everybody else has stopped talking in the bar. Yeah? And is sort of like looking over at you. <laughs> 
And at that point, as he hands the contract over, your friend and knight comes walking in with a particularly loud wheelbarrow next to him with a um, hairless young boy next to him uh, wheeling the wheelbarrow. Morning, my friends. Van Gebel, it's, it's even good to see you today. Indeed it is. I've brought you your 75 gold crowns now. So, yeah, obviously you've got to sign for them, but, you know, it's yours to do what you will. I mean, this will probably be the last that you get unless I can get more, more money to you. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's almost a king's ransom, you could have said, but, but yes. Um, Don't you think that perhaps you could have been a little more discreet in announcing a king's fortune in the middle of a rundown tavern? But I digress. I, I'm still quite injured, Von Gebel. Forgive my rudeness. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. You, uh, it it, 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 it kind of looks like you've had a, a, a bit of a beating. We fought off a small horde of beastmen below in the sewers under the Temple of Ulrich yesterday. Don't sell yourself and, short. You fought off a small uh, horde of beastmen. It was only through the efforts of my companions that I survived. I'll take that one. Mm. Uh, well, maybe you should check yourself in with uh, um, the, the Cult of Sigmar to make sure that, uh, especially fighting a, a beastmen, you wouldn't want there to be any sort of markings of chaos on your personage and he sort of gets serious almost for a second i agree yes with you. but i suggest you do that that's where we'll be headed after i repair my armor where i'm just now returning from the temple of shayla yeah okay so he carries on talking his normal um gobshitery um but you notice that he doesn't take his eyes off you for very long um Hagen, and almost squints at you when he looks at you. And Hagen will, will brush in a little closer and then drop his voice. He's like, I understand the act you're playing. If you would like to go to a more secluded spot and look me over yourself, Witchfinder, that is fine. I will hide nothing before Sigmar or Ulrich. Maybe we could do that later, yes, yes. I am at your disposal, Von Gebel, and I appreciate your help. I I may come to you uh, uh, later. There, uh, there are things to do. Um, uh, there are rumours that uh, um, um, the, the Bretonians have uh, uh, joined with the uh, young Freuds, um, hmm. uh, and and maybe moving on to Ubersreich, which yeah, it could be major trouble. Um, so uh, I would have thought your best course of, of, of action would be to head north. I do appreciate that uh, bit of information, and we will uh, proceed as we had planned. Indeed. Hagen turns to the rest of his friends. <laughs> Give him that look. He, he gives him that look that says, I have had my 
ass thoroughly handed to me and I'm barely standing. So for the love of God, somebody please come grab this chain mail before I fall over. will come and grab the chain mail look. and, and, and just haul it over. Carolyn's quite strong. Carolyn Thank you, Carolyn. Quite strong. Um, also, probably going to spend some of that seventy-five gold. Or probably intending to spend some of that seventy-five gold on some armor for herself because she'd quite like something a little bit. Yeah. And maybe a helmet. Helmet would be yeah. good. <laughs> Hagen puts a hand on Carolyn's shoulders and he's like, "Yes, I, I think we both need to be fitted with armor before some scoundrels decide that they should part us before with some of this else, gold before something else tries to take my head apart." Given that I'm one of the only types of wizard that can wear metal armor, mm. yeah. I mean, I mean, I imagine even even Ilmarin is considering the trouble we've been in. Maybe Shopping some armor. Shopping spree <laughs> armor. Yeah, it's one yeah, of the you, things. You I'm do like. almost, you do almost start daydreaming with the armor that you would wear, uh, Ilmarin, and you could definitely see yourself in a in a pointed helmet with. Um, uh, with maybe wings on it, maybe golden, maybe silver. Yeah, but definitely um, a high elm. You know, a high pointed elm. Yeah, it, w it would look good, and maybe some pointed shoulder pieces as well. Oh, uh, some beautiful pointed pauldrons. Yeah, yeah, and beautiful van braces with a lovely gem in it, and scales in the shoulders. Mm. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, Shame you know, but mate. Yeah, maybe if you took charge of the uh, the coinage and then uh, you could maybe, you know, because you, you are a diplomat after all, you, you could maybe work a deal out to, you know, so that you, you could get some, maybe not free armour, but, well, you could get free armour for the others maybe, or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Ilmarin is not taking the gold. He doesn't want that <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> and normally he... Normally, Johan would take that, but Johan's busy at the moment. Yeah, I mean, normally you wouldn't even think about gold, and it also it, 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 you sort of check yourself on that. You know, you, you know, it's it's mortal money. You know, it means nothing normally, or it never has done. And you know, recently you've started to not crave it, but you can almost see its value. Yeah, Imran yeah. kind of shakes it off. And Hagen yeah. looks around and he says maybe we should all travel together considering what we'll be carrying and considering the God knows I could just made yes and God knows I could use somebody's shoulder to lean on perhaps another night of rest would do the world good before we start uh, venturing off into the wide world oh, without a doubt Elmar and I am going to need to take the afternoon and evening at rest, hopefully. So it's let us shame. make what purchases we need in the morning and then... Mm. It's a shame we don't have the availability of an elven healer. Like you would be back on your feet in no time. I have heard wonders of your people's magics. It is, a, it is unfortunate. Yeah, Gerhardt, can you mm. do any healing magic? I'm afraid it's not within the wind that I study now. Ah, oh, that's right. You guys are all kind of locked to one thing, aren't you? By the order of the elves, yeah. For the most part. Yeah, well, yes. There's good reason for it, though. I'm sure. 
Magic not being part takes, of that. Ma learning a wind of magic takes one of our lifetimes. And we have a lot more time to play with. I understand. It's very true. It's very true. It's not a play thing. But no, I no, no healing. I, I, I'll have you know, for some elves, they do like to just play with magic. It's a bit weird. Did you know that the elven people are so magical? There are some people who just use magic to farm their fields. It's crazy. No. And you're all seeing there's a little bit of old, old Ilmarin coming out today. He's, he seems almost like he's accepted his place right now, or at least he's putting on a damn good show that he's accepted his place right now. No, it I... definitely seems more perky. Hmm. <laughs> I, I'll talk to you about it again, though. I'm curious about that. So, yes, uh, shall we shall we dilly the day away and play music and enjoy ourselves today and allow our friend Hagen to rest um, and hide the money um, so that it's nice and safe and we're all having a lovely day? I would say, Amaran, I do not trust the way the winds of fate have blown around us these last few days. Let's Let's make our shopping done now and then rest the rest of the day. Particularly if Von Gebel's words are true and no more money's forthcoming. My armor was all but destroyed in that fight yesterday. Fine. <laughs> and Umarin reluctantly stands up and goes, perhaps we should like spread it out so if at least one of us gets, you know, like attacked, we'll still have it all, you know. Or if we all stay together and one of us gets attacked, there's everyone attacked else to back him up. Attacked isn't my concern. It's the yes. person who bops past you in the crowd and leaves with your purse and is I've... down the street before you've noticed. Splitting it into multiple bags makes it harder for someone to take all of it in one at once. See, that's what I was thinking, Karen, because I've heard oh, about these. 75 gold is quite heavy and large. And they're not going to just gonna, like, ease it off your purse if <laughs> you're carrying it like fucking this. That's true. All of you have but never seen still. even half that amount of money in one go. I would crazy amount of money. But I would say if we hand the bag to Mordak and he walks with us, it should be safe. No one would be foolish enough to approach such a fierce warrior to try to steal from him. Hagen, have you heard about dwarven? Like gold greed. I trust my Dowie brothers as I trust myself. I am sure Mordak would stand firm with his companions. Isn't that right, Mordak? Mordak, who has been ignoring the entire conversation and just look and looking into his beer and kind of drinking it, um, kind of looks up and goes, Eilt Manling, Dowie, don't steal from anything. Well, it's held. The Dowie's holding the gold. Let's go shopping. <laughs> and cue the shopping montage. <laughs> Everybody do some shopping. Shopping. Mm. Okay. We're going to see these colourful dudes again. Okay, so what what sort of things are we looking for? Are we uh, are we gonna have a discussion what we want to go and get before we go, or are we just gonna wander around and see what where it takes us? I think well, we've all got something we want to buy. I want some armor. Yeah, I, I need I, I need a couple of bits of armor as well. I was thinking I, I, need, I need a helmet. 
a boiled leather breastplate at a minimum for Hagen, if not some uh, improved leg and arm armor. But I mean, I, I, I would think that first priority in terms of armoring would be to get the frontline fighters armored because they're most likely to get twatted. Ilmarin so, agrees with this principle. This Marin side agrees. Of my Zoom, but I don't know where you guys are in relation to agrees and said and agrees with the wizard and says we probably should get our soldiers, you know, Hagen, Mordek, and Carolyn. You guys should definitely get the best armor. Because basically when it all goes to hell again, which is gonna because we seem to attract a lot of trouble. We do. We do. You guys can be at the front. It yeah. is where Ulrich would have me. Exactly. So if we get you get you guys, and you, you know, you're doing a pretty good job there. So you know, <laughs> yeah, we get you guys, you know, ready to take the hits, and then you know, Gerhart can zap his magic, and you know, I can. I, I wouldn't object to some armor, but um, well, I don't think I would either. Even even if I don't appreciate human armor, I I, I would, you know, wouldn't say no to something making myself a little bit more you know, protected. Protected. Yeah. Because since since being in all of your companies, I've been shot at, I've been stabbed at. I, there's been attempts at all sorts of things in my life. Uh, there's been some halflings crowding me. I feel like I need protection. I agree. Right. It's a shame there's no elven blacksmiths here. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get my hands on nail. Is it shoe Juicy? Pants. Nail pants. Yes, nail coat. <laughs> this is like five gold. Our has brought a good point up. Healing potions. Are they a thing? Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, they were. Yeah, is that they something are, they you pick up in the shops in this kind of? No, you'd probably have to go and see an alchemist of some form. Um, but again, alchemists in Warhammer are quite a little bit different to that in D&D. A lot of them would sell um, remedies and things. Um, I would say 75% of the things that they make probably don't make work worse. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking those what those Wild West um, snake oil. salesmen. Snake oil and tonic. Yes, yeah. thank you. That's, that's the kind of thing. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I mean, what can we get in terms of armor? Uh, Uber's like a pretty big city, so yeah, most yes, things. you could you could get anything possibly, but you'd have to pay for it. Yes. Um, How much would things cost? My foundry seems to have crashed. There's three hundred on the rulebook if you're looking for. Yeah. Is there is there a way ah. I can do a roll as a like a, a negotiation type roll? I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, just um, me. I'm trying to find um, uh, an item list. Uh, it doesn't seem to have loaded in Foundry. I tried no. to pull it up earlier, but uh, it is on page 300 in the rule book, like you said. Yeah. yeah. It is unfortunate, though, because we can't drag and drop, drop onto our character sheets if it's not loading in there Foundry. There is trappings so... in Foundry. I've got the trappings list up myself. You do? Yeah. I can't pull it up. Yeah, I'm ju I've just pulled it up as well. But yeah, it does work. Yeah. I'll restart Foundry. 
imagine um, Johan would want some armor also, or possibly some some money to do his work with. Pick, pick, pistol. I assume he's already a nail though. Seems like he would be a nail. Yeah. Plate sound, plate press, plate, yeah. 307. Wowzers. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the trappings list all works and it, it's got the, the prices in there. And, we, yeah, we, we'll, we'll use the, the price list. In fact, you will have uh, the seal. I think we gave you that to start with as you came into the city. And that will get you 10% off. Um, any of the shops, uh, it's your student rail card. Um, or, <laughs> yeah, so oh, yeah, you, 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 you can get, and, and also you can barter. I'm, I'm not going to always make you roll, but yeah, if you can talk me into uh, giving you a, a better price for something. Um, then, yeah, we'll see how we go. But, well, I'm, I'm hoping yeah. as an ex-merchant, maybe my character might be able to finagle a couple of things yeah. and see what yeah. happens. Because it is off I mean, you, you can roll, but you will get bonus points for um, selling me uh, ice and, and from Eskimos and, and things, or two, two Eskimos even. <laughs> or even three Eskimos. Um, what? There is a... Oh, don't worry about it. Took far too many tablets today, and uh, yeah, everything's a little bit warped. Um, oh my word! There is a healing draft, which is ten slash nothing, which I assume is ten silver. Is it? Uh, yeah. yeah. I've just I've just noticed the bugman's six x uh, ale per pint. Um, nine brass pennies. That's a bargain. More deck goes out to buy armor and ends up in a pool of his own piss. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. The last time he went to, you know, out and about on his own and ended up yeah. in that bar and had a certain disagreement about Bugman's best. Bugman's Somebody best. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was <laughs> Motel, wasn't it, I believe? I, I will stick with everyone else. But uh, healing draft, you have more than zero wounds. Recover toughness bonus wounds immediately. Yeah. Dose is only one per encounter, though. Still pretty fucking nice. Everyone nice. healing draft. In fact, we could get ten doses of healing draft. We can find someone to sell it to us, and it would cost like a gold coin. So I forgot to tell you, uh, Gerhard, but as Von Gebel left you uh, to to do what you wanted to eat, he slipped you a small piece of paper. Um, and it, it basically said on it, um, Herman Howningstein, um, wizard, uh, it, it, it wrote next to a wizard and it said, uh, it gives the, the 93, the high street, Ubersreich. Howningstein. Probably find that guy once we're done with a little bit of shopping. I want to try and get myself, or I'll, maybe I'll give the guys a list and then I'll go that way. I've actually forgot how great Foundry is. I always, every week, I load up all my PDF books and I've got them all on, ready to go. And I look through them, and then but you I just forget the resource that is. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah, it's newfangled technology. Yeah. Mm. So Hagen would probably be shopping for a boiled leather breastplate and plate bracer bracers and leggings if we could afford it. It'd be about we can uh, afford it. Sure, surely you're looking for a full plate. Uh, I mean, seriously, we could we could actually well, pretty we could probably gear two of us up in full plate and have plenty left over yeah. to kit out the. Our knight should definitely be in full plate. Yeah, that's that's twenty eight gold out of the seventy five just to get. But me you're a knight. You should now. be in so full what? plate. So what? Yeah, oh, you're okay. a knight. Hey, that's how hey, it's hey. gonna be. If, if you guys are okay with it, I'll, I'll, if you guys are okay with it, I'll go for it. But I didn't. I didn't want to be sucking out almost uh, almost half the money myself. So, but yeah, I'll, I'll look that's for. Fine. The rest of us can have. We we also should money probably leave leave some money aside for Roger's character so he can go and buy the pistols he wants. I think he's making the pistols he wants. Well, yeah, buy some materials. But, yeah, some buy money. materials for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I, think, I think first order of business, if we got money for armor spending, would probably be Hagen, because he does the most twattery in the he, single round. He does do terrifying amounts of damage. Yeah. Um, and he does love doing it, so he's happy to be the guy up front. I'd, I'd be quite... I'd quite like to get... to spend, you know, like four gold on a male coat and male coif so I can yeah. okay so what what I want one of you to do if you uh, would well so you're going to go to a blacksmith so um, there is a blacksmith nearby and his name is Joachim Gubben uh, he, he is your typical blacksmith he's balding with a comb over uh, he's very sweaty and dirty uh, he's got a very thick leather um, apron on, um, rolled up sleeves. He carries two hammers. He's got a couple of anvils and some very hot uh, fires going in his little... It, it's not even in a building. It's like at the side of a, a, an inn um, called the the Big Boat Inn. Um, uh, and, it, yeah, it's, it's like a canopy next to it that is sort of attached to the wall of the inn and pulled out and it, all his wares underneath there. Uh, can I help you, sirs? Oh, yes, sir, Hi. you can. We are, we are looking for fine wares. And uh, is this metal wares? I can, do, I can do weapons, I can do swords, I can do axes. I can do daggers. I can do uh, um, maces. I can do morning stars. Um, I could do. Um, whew, what else can I do? I could do armor. I could do chainmail. I can do plate mail. Um, I can do uh, little um, necklaces. I can work with brass. I can work with copper. I can even work with gold. Although I don't have that much gold to, to work with. Yeah. So, you know, my, my prices are very reasonable and I like to... So I could give my children, maybe in the future, a little bit of gold, yeah, to, to make them smile. Well, sir, you sound like just a man we're looking for. Well, yeah, my, my two favourite hobbies are, are raising children and, and blacksmithery. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I have a large uh, family of many children uh, as well as my smithy here that is 
you know, quite quite a, a reasonable smithy. Yeah, but we're in we're in the poor part of town here, and we don't get much custom. So yeah, he, he, I'm sure you'll understand what my prices are the way we are. <laughs> well, I haven't seen your prices yet, but I'm sure they're going to be fair. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, uh, what, what are you looking for? And then I'm like, we are looking for... What are we looking for? <laughs> Ilmarin probably has no oh, knowledge my. of armour. <laughs> We're looking to get kitted out in armour. Uh, specifically, a, a suit of plate mail for, for me. And then my friends have other uh, additional uh, requirements. Okay. Uh, well, like I say, all things metal, and, and you know, I, I, I can I can make it, and I, I've got a, quite an extensive stock. Well, I say extensive, I've got like two, maybe three things of, of you know most things that are covered. Uh, I have got a very impressive um, dragon's headed. Uh, well, it's more like a, a one of those creatures of legend, a jabber scythe. Yeah, uh, I've got a, uh, the head of a jabber scythe in in uh, metal yeah iron yeah shaped into um, a cod piece <laughs> i uh i i personally it's would a bargain. not be interested a, but yeah. well it, it is a bargain at uh, 16 gold coins i have a feeling that uh that we won't be interested in that particular piece but i would like to uh allow my friend Ilmarin and mordek uh, the dwarf merchant to discuss terms with you and verify the quality of, of your materials. I will not, before we go any further, have a dwarf picking fault with my wares. <laughs> I, I'm sure my Dowie companion will be able to look at your wares and see them for deck folds his arms. For the skilled work that you have managed as a human. I'm sure your wares are perfection personified. Aren't they, Mordek? And he kind of nudges him. Yep. As a manling, I suppose so. See? But it ain't gonna be like no Dowie craftsmanship, oh. I can tell you that. But as a manling I'm willing to let that pass. So we're so halfway. What is it you have to do? Well, my good sir, as we said, our friend here, who is a knight of the White Wolf. I've got that right, haven't I, Hagen? White in the night, White Wolf. Absolutely, that was perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, so my friend here is a knight of the White Wolf, and he needs to be attired in such a manner. So he needs a plate mail armor. That is correct. Talking, I'm looking for plate. No, uh, the plate, the breastplate, plate bracers, and plate leggings. Uh, do you want a helm? Uh, no, the followers of Ulrich go into battle without helmets. Would you mind taking um, your most of your outer layers off, uh, sir? Um, and he, he sort of reaches down and he, he pulls up. Um, sort of screen, uh, and uh, yeah, you, you can step behind here. Uh, let's see what you're made of. He does. Okay. So yeah, you you want the, you want the do you want 
you want an open helm or a normal helm? No, no, no helmet. You don't want a helmet. I would like a helmet, but the followers of Ulrich go into battle without a helmet. I can get is... you on with a special strap on so it doesn't fall off. <laughs> you can't beat a good strap on. <laughs> That's that is all right, my friend. I'll uh, I will let that pass. Just the just the breastplate, leggings, and braces. Okay, so no strap ons and no. No, I, I, can, I will I can, not need a about, strap on. How about shields? I could get you a good strap on shield. I uh, I tend to fight with a two handed weapon, sir. So I will unfortunately not be able to avail myself of the use of a shield. So we're talking uh, leggings, braces, and breastplate, yeah? That is correct. Good, sir. Okay. Oh, I could do that for you for uh, 35 gold coins. And did you say you wanted two of those? So I'd, I'd obviously do that for a nice deal of uh, 65 for, for two sets of uh, um, plate mail. I allow my uh, associate Ilmarin um, and now, now, Mordek <clears throat> to do negotiations for Mord for Mordek, us. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, normally a good suit of plate mail would sell for around 28 gold. Is that correct? Mordek nods approvingly. Bear in mind, he, wasn't merchants, so he would know even. Yeah, <laughs> even, even if you don't know, Dan, Mordek would definitely know. Well, yeah, so, so uh, my eloquent Alvin, uh, um, winged friend, um, you, you are right. Yeah, it would. But you're talking about a uh, dwarven set of playmail, which is obviously very much shorter and stuntier than, than that of a, a good, solid human set of armor. No, no, I was referring to human armor. Dwarven armor goes for a lot more than human armor. Probably. Well, yeah, it does because you have to polish the sharp edges around by the, the face off. So it turns to pull beard hair out, and then you get a whole new sort of different problem there. Yeah. Yeah. I've known many a dwarf turn ginger and, and shave the sides of his head and tattoo himself all up and go to war because uh, half of his beard hair has been pulled out by his armor. True stories that. Hmm. Well, I'm afraid that if you're you're gonna maintain these very high prices, then we should probably go have a look around to see if the other blacksmiths are available. Whoa, 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 I didn't say that was my final price, did I? I mean how it works here in Humanland, uh I keep meaning to call you pointy. There's nothing insulting mean, by the way, uh my uh, eloquent Elven uh brother. Um you know how we do things down here in uh, in human lands is uh, we we have a little bit of a discussion, uh, we work it out, uh, we have a drink, and then we uh, we come up with a price, we shake on it, uh, we share spit, and um, yeah, yeah, it's all good. I think we can pass on the sharing spit phase. However, but you can't sell a deal without a good spit. Well, I will leave that to my companion Mordek. I'm sure he'd be more than happy should you provide us with the correct price. Now, what we have here is a group of travellers who are looking to spend a lot of coin. But that coin has to be spent wisely. And I would not aim to spend it frivolously. 
So, oh, would you like anything else from him? So, and uh, so I think we're going to get. Sure. I could, I could maybe work a deal with you. Well, I think we should uh, have a little look around your establishment to see first that we we do approve of your work. I'm sure it's very good, but we should have a look around. You know, avail ourselves of your product, uh, and then we can give you our list. At which point, you can give us a good deal for a lot of work. And you okay. may just get a bit of gold for those children that you were talking about. All right, yeah, okay, I, I can, I can deal with that. Okay, so if, can I, can me and my companions peruse for a short while, and we'll come back to you? Yeah, yeah, of course, can. Yeah, okay, thank you. And we, I walk over to Hagen, and I'm like, does the plate look okay, Hagen? I have no idea what I'm talking about here. <laughs> does the plate look okay? Yeah, it's not shiny. It's not. Uh, ornate in any way. There's no um, sculpting on it. It's basically plain, dark iron armor. It looks solid enough. Um, it looks like it is a roundabout a fit for you, but again, without being fitted for armor and paying a great deal more or um, maybe going through um, your order, would you get a you know suit of armor that does absolutely fit you? You know, th th there's mm -hmm. going to be a bit. I mean, if if you maybe wore an helmet, yeah, it, you know, you, you can imagine yourself riding along and the helmet slowly turning around. <laughs> as, as you, yeah, um, but yeah, it, it's definitely not the ideal fit, but it, it looks, you know, like it'll do its purpose. It's uh, Ilmar, and it's it's serviceable, serviceable, serviceable plate. It's it's definitely not ornate, but we don't really need ornate. It's uh, it's functional. close. It's it's functional. It's close to the right fit. Johan might be able to work with it a little bit to improve the fit, but now, it will if, definitely get the job done. If I done. remember rightly, Carolyn, you you have a, a little bit of uh, knowledge of blacksmithery. Is that what it's called? Blacksmithery. Depends on who you talk to, but yeah, sure, a little. I'm no okay. expert. Well, I'll have to give you this, Carolyn. You're probably a bit more of an expert than I am, because uh, elves forge their metals completely differently to humans and dwarves. So <laughs> I have no idea what's going on here. Um, so what do we all actually need? Like, <clears throat> I, I would like something to protect. And he's like kind of gestures to his body, oh. shoulders and arms. Uh, and so, by that, he wants a mail coat that what, covers the arms and the what's body. What's Mordek already got? Because I think he already had some mail of some sort. Yeah, I think Mordek already has chain a chain mail. I have a mail coat and a leather jerkin. Um, cool. So I need a helmet and legs. I'm probably not going to bother with covering my legs because it just gets to the point where I'm, I'm running out of encumbrance. Um... Being a dowry, I think I assume I'm supposed to be encumbered. Isn't that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, yeah so, it's, it's, so I mean, looking at you... it... Oh, sorry. So yeah. if we get the, the suit of plate for Hagen, a male coat for... You know, three or four male coats, depending on whether we figure that Johan would want one. Um, <laughs> May I already have one. Uh, and... I'd like a shield, I think. Maybe not the maybe not the helmet, but the shield. 
Um, Aaron's like doing some like counting on his fingers now. You can see him like touching different parts of his fingers. You don't know what he's doing, but you know. Are you counting in Babylonian? And then. A helm of. Helm or male koi? I mean, if you're going for a plate helm for the dwarf. I'll give the elf um, my abacus. I don't need that. (laughs) (laughs) So, so what we need is a male coat for myself, um, a full plate with no helm for our good knight friend. Yep. Uh, for yourself, you would like a male. Uh, so if we say three male coats. Three male coats. That's one for you, me, and Gerhardt. Gerhardt, is that what you want? Male coat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Male coat and and legs, shoes, whatever I've always called it chasseuse, but you know. <laughs> and then more deck. Sure. And we want. Two lots of them, so that's that. And then a male coif. And a male coif for Mordak. Did you want uh, any... Yeah, I've got Mordak. They've got quite an impressive helmet there. There's sort of an open helmet with a sort of rim around it, almost like one of those piss pot helmets but it, it does look quite good and it looks like it'd fit on your head quite well no thanks <laughs> um got a strap did you want a leg the the leg armour uh, yeah I needed damn. the leg armour uh, well. no Ilmarin no, no, I, I, I don't wish to be down. slowed down any more than I have to be. <laughs> Human armour is very heavy uh, from what I have seen and felt. Okay. And elves are used, used to moving a little bit. Cool. So, so I, I wouldn't say no to any uh, sort, of, sort of leather van braces and leggings if and, and okay. if they have those kind of things, but uh, I will not uh, push the matter. I'm quite happy with a mail coat. I need to protect... He starts gesturing to himself again. <laughs> All of me. Well, he needs to be flexible and move because he's an elf. And he so, doesn't want to be encumbered and slow. Um, so we could get uh, leather leggings. Could you all make me a perception check, please? Yes. Probably not. Um, <laughs> it's more reference to my character's perception score than anything else. Failure, failure, failure. Wait a second, wait a second. Uh, Jim, do I feel, is it a threatening test we have to do right now? No, not really. No, okay. you, know, you don't feel threatened in any way. Okay, one second. I have a perception of 20. Yeah, I succeed. Twenty-eight, thirty-seven, forty. Just let me know how many success levels that you get. I got one success level. I also got. I got no success 
Du bist exzentrisch. Wie gesagt, du bist exzentrisch. Um, I will use a fortune point to re-roll mine. Okay. Oh! <laughs> And I get three success levels. Okay. Angry, close attention, whatever else is shopping. You've given them what you need. Here's my shopping list. Did anybody get better than three success levels? Don't think so. Oh, It's just sort of perusing through the armor and everything. You, there's a bit of commotion, um, quite a distance from you, but it, it's like um, in the market area. Um, and there seems to be a few guards rushing over to that general area. And you've, you've noticed that there's someone very finely dressed uh, seems to be making commotion and almost... You're starting a fight, um, and you've seen him. You've realised where you've seen him before, and that was when um, you were, you entered the bar again. You didn't speak to them, but you just noticed because of of how Im impeccably dressed he was, how fashionable. How uh, yeah, he is uh, the the black haired, uh, rather large brute of a a well dressed man. I'm not particularly going to try and get involved with that. Yeah, and there's there's an argument going on. Okay. I just realised I'm not actually there. Um, <laughs> I gave them my list of stuff I needed, and yeah. see that. And so, oh, so yeah. you want so Ilmarin, you wanted leather jack. Um, no, I already have a leather jack. I wish oh, to have, have a, a jack. male male coat. Okay, we should go over the top of your leather jack. You wanted leather leggings, fine. Okay, cool. So, in fact... Okay. I don't know if I can wear leather armor. Uh, It's kind of weird. But... Your weird magical thing. Well, because I can wear metal armor, and you would assume that I could wear leather underneath it, because that's how I, the armor normally works in it, but it might specifically be only metal. It is only metal, I think. Yeah, so totaling all that up on my side, I make that the plate mail of of so three male coats, three male three male leggings, a male coif, a shield, leather leggings and a leather jack, uh, leather jack for um, Hagen, leather leggings for Omarin comes out a sort of market rate of 47 gold and six shillings. Excellent. Thank you. And I basically now, Jim, take that to I'm the I'm sure that Carolyn was not the one who worked that out. No. <laughs> Make me a perception roll again. Done. Okay. This is actually one of the skills I should be good at. Oh, for crying out loud, I'm going to reroll that with a fortune point. <laughs> Let me know. Oh, for <laughs> crying out loud. Oh, I don't suppose I'm allowed to reroll it with my last fortune point, am I? No. No. Okay, then I horribly fail. Unless, unless one kind soul on uh, Twitch uh, is willing to. Uh, <laughs> um, so a uh, fortune point your way, a re-roll point, should I say, your way. Um, 
Okay, you you pull your coinage purse out, and you, you sort of take it out and go put it in your hand to open it up, and you realise that there's a tear in the bottom of the bag. Uh, there's still a substantial amount of coin in there, but That's it looks been like more some might have fell out. This entire time. How much have we actually got left then? How much have we got left then? Um, there is 65 gold crowns missing. No, no, uh, got left. Yeah. So there is 10 gold coins missing. Someone's had off for 10 of our gold. Mm. Yeah, when was the last time we checked our bag? Was it like when we left the... I imagine we... Mordek's been keeping quite a careful eye on it the whole time. Yeah, but... and I imagine we formed a little circle around Mordek as we walked through the market. Relatively carefully to avoid anyone getting yeah, through. Yeah, but, but you, it, you, you know, you gave but... it to the person with a perception of 20. <laughs> and surrounded him with people with perception of 24. <laughs> yeah, my perception of uh, Anyway, so we, we, can't, we can't deal with that. We've, we've clearly had lost. Anyway, so I take our shopping list to the man. Along with the market value of that shopping list, which which Mordek which, uh, has clearly, which Mordek is clearly, yeah, as a as a as, as a an merchant, yeah, and as an ex-merchant, Mordek has of... clearly been the one to provide that. <laughs> so you pass the list over to the man, and he looks at it, and he almost gets a bad case of asthma, as in he keeps need, needing to breathe in quite heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could get all this for you, but how, how soon do you need it? We have some time. Well, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. Yeah, okay. Let me just work this out. Um, I'll have to speak uh, to my uh, uh, friend Rupta, uh across the way about the leather. Uh, items, yeah, I, I don't carry those items, but I can get a good deal for you on those. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, that seems fairly reasonable to me. Yeah, I could, um, yeah, I, I could do you everything for 50 gold crowns. Now, does that 50 gold crowns include fitting for my friend here for the plate? Because I know plate is notorious. Uh, for you know, if it doesn't fit well, he sort of looks at you without saying anything. He's looking at you like you've just stepped on his favourite matchstick built um, stable that he is built. Um, I'll take that. Can I use blather? Can I, can I actually use my blather skill here and see if I can? I've never actually used it. I've got it. I don't know what it does. It does a thing. It makes people like do things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also yeah. It's a charm roll. I do. And have it's an it's an opposed charm roll as well. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, so he can roll his charm wow. against you. <laughs> <laughs> I clicked away. I was like, 
I think he Il got Marvin. 46. So yeah, he, he, he's failed by turning him around. <laughs> he, he's failed by a, uh, by. Um, Ilmarin is just laying it on thick now. He's he's silver tongued. He's in. It's almost in his diplomatic element now, and he's like he's selling it to this guy. He's like, we've heard you're such a good, but you know, obviously, understandably, we need to make sure we get the right prices and the right fittings. And of course, this reflects on you as a blacksmith as well, because we're going to be seen wearing your items. When people ask us where we got our items from, we're going to tell them we got them from you. Um, so perhaps you know we can work this out and you know get this. Uh, we're happy to pay fifty gold, but it needs to be fitted properly. Um, and he, and he does all that, and he does all the silver tongue, and basically kind of turns him in and out. And every time he thinks he's negotiating back, and Warren turns it back on him. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. You seem to know your stuff, uh, my um, um, long-haired um, friend of, of of a very different culture. Um, yeah, yeah. So I like you, and I like your friends. So. so the fitting thing, it, it's going to fit your friend, yeah. But if if you want armor fitting, then it's going to be a lot more expensive than that. Like proper fitted. Um, I mean, it, you're coming to get sort of like a, a stock set of armor, um, so you know it, it, it'll need bashing into shape a little bit, maybe, uh, which I could do for him, but. Other than that, it is what it is. But like I, I said, I, 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 but because yeah, you know, you speak so eloquently and you seem to know your stuff, and you obviously got some sort of background in in smithing or you know or whatever. Yeah, I mean, might be in your uh, Alvin sort of natural stock of skills, so to speak. But I'm willing to to throw these two in as well into in for fifty gold coins, and he, he sort of leans underneath his counter. And he, he pulls out a pewter bull and a pewter horse. <laughs> um, we, we have no need of such items. But they're beautiful. Oh, well, they look... Things are beautiful. Yeah, I mean... They look you know, stunning. You'd be, able, you'd be able to trade these in, in the rural areas for many more coins than what you, you, you would be able to in, in you know, uh, in, in the city. It's it's just carrying the items. They look heavy and they they do look well crafted, but um, we have no need of such items. Um, but like I said, um, you know, we can we can always uh, perhaps we can go somewhere else and and speak to someone else. So you said you there's another blacksmith. All right, I'll do you them for forty nine. Well, see, my friends say that it's forty six, so maybe you come down to forty six. I'll tell you what, we'll meet in the middle. Yeah, forty eight. 47. Four, 48 is the lowest I could go. All right, and go on then. We'll, uh, we'll go speak to another blacksmith. Thank you very much for your time, kind sir. It's been a, been an absolute pleasure. All right, all right. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. 47 and... 6. I think we have ourselves an arrangement. Mordek, can you spit on your hand, please, sir? <laughs> <laughs> My friend will shake your hand. Uh, 
And there's a big squelchy shake of hands. <laughs> like a you, big victorious you, you actually genuinely see Ilmar in Grimace. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm kind of keen for us to pay for these up front so that he's... Uh, so that the gold... So the security of the gold is his problem. Yeah, and Ilmar, in, yeah. in the process of that, using some of his blather skills just there, draws up a mini contract to ensure that the goods... Are contracted to us as part of this deal, so he draws a little. I've got stock. I've got the stock here, so I can get them ready for you now. Oh, excellent! Even better. We can just leave with it. Oh, fantastic! Oh, excellent! Okay. Well, if you can, if you can get the stock piece and get it better fitted for our knight friend, you're obviously swinging his sword. He needs a proper movement. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Good stuff. And he gets. He, he goes into a chest on the floor and he opens it and he pulls out bits of chain mail. And he sort of dumps them at your feet. Yeah, I think it's uh, and it's everything that you asked for. In decent condition, to be fair. It, it looks well made, even though it's almost smart price armor. But you know, it's got no no frills or anything like that. Yeah, it's just a basic functional. Is what does we its needed. job. <laughs> functional armor. Pixels and yeah, he he, he, fit, he fits this armor on uh, Hagen. It is quite big, even with the leather jacket underneath it. Um, but it kind of makes Hagen look a little bit more menacing because of how big it is, and he sort of hammers it into so it moves around less. Um, he, he does six stick some sort of tool, um, like a, a handheld anvil almost, uh, it, in inside the armor as he sort of hammer it in, and holding it down a little bit, uh, and he gets it to fit quite reasonably. You sure I can't get you that helmet? No, sadly, my order uh, does not believe in going into battle with a helmet. And so as Hagen stands there in his armor, you do notice that on his left arm, sorry, I've got my right arm there, on his left arm is a hammer and an anvil, yeah, and it 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 just says underneath, uh, written in common, for those who can read. Um, I'll I'll get that eventually. Yeah, uh, Gubbins Metal Wares, arms and armor. Beautiful. There we have it. I I expect we can probably yeah. Fashion that you need to do a little more. Yeah, it's, it's almost to design a label. So yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> it's 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 your Gucci of the old world, maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, sir, if if the armor if the armor stands me well, I'll be happy to tell people that uh, that we bought it here, and I have no doubt that it will. So Ilmarin, you you noticed that. There is someone that you, you recognise, and he's looking through the words as well, even though he doesn't look like a certain. I mean, it, it, it happens to be Al- Alphonse, the uh, the orange and yellow wearing fop Italian uh, gambler. And he looks up and he notices you, and he, he bows, robbed us. Um, sort, of, sort of very low bow, and takes his hat off and stays down there for a good few seconds before he rises again. I, I return with a cut. Nod myself. Uh, 
And then to my Amaran, who is your friend? Uh, my friend is... I didn't catch your name this morning, sir. What is your name? Oh, I, 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 I've got to get my accent right again. <laughs> um, I am Alfonso. Um, I am a, a, a traveller from uh, Tilia. Uh, he's Alphonse Hagen. Well met, sir. I am Hagen Ritter von Delbers. It seems that uh, I saw you just moments ago, or it seems like just moments ago in, in the inn when we were leaving. Yes. A coincidence? Hey, you gives him that look that Indeed. says, I don't believe well, we in coincidence. Are, yeah. <laughs> well, we are, um, we are, um, how you say, um, Be shopping. Well, uh, we, we, we shan't keep you. We, we've also just completed our shopping. Um, and, uh, as you can see, we have purchased some wares and we shall be on our way. But uh, I wish you very well and uh, good day, sir. Okay. And as you walk off, Hagen, you know that you notice that he's joined again by the big guy who's having an argument that seems to have petered away. Um, and they, they, they're sort of in conversation about something or other. But they do look dodgy. They're definitely not someone to be trusted. You can kind of get a feeling. Carolyn, Elmarin. Uh, Sorry, I was those, okay for a moment. Oh, no, that's okay. Carolyn, Elmarin, those, those two clearly have some ulterior motive, whether it's simple thievery or something more sinister, I don't know, but we, we should keep our eyes on them. I do not think it's a coincidence that they were in that inn or that they're here in this market. And I am far too weak to deal with a serious altercation today. Well, Mordek, my friend, it looks like you might get a fight today yet. Though I do agree with you, Hagen, it seems uh, almost impossible when you consider the math and he starts doing his fingers again. And it's almost impossible that we would bump into him in the same location three times um, in, in, in a short period of time. This is a big town and they just always seem to be appearing where we are. So they're definitely following us, is my assessment. I agree. And whether or not they're Bretonian spies or cultists or just thieves, who's to Probably say? Probably the ones but... that um, made us a bit shorter of coins. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Hopefully they'll be foolish enough to confront us directly and we can assess that situation. Yeah. <clears throat> Either way. We can. Uh... We should probably catch up with Gerhardt so he's not alone. Remember what happened last time he was alone? He got taken no, by a bunch of criminals. A okay, Mordek, see you in a minute, mate. Have fun. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I imagine we'll make our way to where we think we last saw Gerhard. Did he tell well, us where he was going? Gerhard's headed off. Yeah. Yeah, he went off to uh, meet the wizard contact. Yeah, I assume I would have told you guys just on the off chance I get ambushed again or something. And so, yeah. Gerhard, you find this residence, and it's amongst normal houses, but it just tends to be a little bit higher than the houses and almost tries to make itself a tower, but a very crooked tower um, as the roof sort of rises and rises and rises. Um, but it doesn't look like you could fit anything up there. It just looks like it's been made to look bigger, this house. And... Um, <laughs> 
yeah, is is a the door is open and above above the door it just simply reads um, magics and mysteries. I'll walk in. Tap on the door. Is and there is this red-headed. Um, Oh, no. Red robed wearing oh, no. um, wizard type, uh, very sort of long, unkept beard and hair, and his his robe is all ripped and um, just badly looked after. It just looks well worn and threadbare. Ah, I'm just gonna, before, in, I'm just gonna check myself and make sure that like my book is well tucked into my bag and all that stuff, so nothing like flammable is sticking out. Just because I have a feeling that might be pertinent, and uh, then we'll go in. How can I help you, my friend? Uh, I've been sent by an acquaintance of mine. I need to acquire a magical license. I've come to a point in my studies, but I don't unfortunately have the time to go back to the university and i've been told you can help me out okay yeah well yeah so i i, I am uh, quite a high standing maybe uh, member of the uh, um the, the the wizards council within um, uber's right um i could i could sign you off um a license uh, for the uh, but obviously it will cost you a small fee of um, one gold crown very well. I'll take out a gold crown. Do you need to test me or anything? Mm. I would like to see what, what skills you have. I mean, um, and he pulls out like a quite a thick book um, with the word register scrolled on the front of it. Um, yeah, so what is your name? I'm Gerhard Akram. Okay, who writes that down? Um, and what is the specialist field of, um, of the uh, arcane that you wish to study? I study the the winds of metal. Shimon. Ah, okay, interesting choice. Who writes that down? And um, am, what I is am festooned uh, with like the stuff yeah. that. Uh, Johan made for me, so like metal objects of various. And uh, what is your best idea of what age you are? Uh, I I have twenty four summers. Okay. And do you have any identifying marks or features? Birth marks? No. Um, as you see me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. Uh, and he pulls out this piece of paper from within the book, puts it down, and he does this very elaborate sort of signage and hands you over this piece of paper that um, it reads your name, um, your specialist field, and um, it yeah, it, it, it says that you're licensed to cast magic within the uh, the Ooh. empire. That was less dramatic than I expected. 
Uh, much much obliged. Hopefully, we'll keep the winch, witch hunters off my back. Oh, indeed. Uh, Von Von Gebel said you would be uh, calling, so. Of course. I assumed he Is there been... anything that I could do for you or anything that I, any uh, any teachings that you require? Obviously, they will cost a uh, small fee, but. Well, I assume from your attire that you're a bright wizard. Hmm? Yes, but I have I have knowledge of many things, and you know, not not all of it has to be the, the spells of which I uh, I um, am skilled within. Uh, I, I know knowledges and and other things, and you know, I I, I have a, a a very grand, um, although very small, but grand library uh, within these walls um, that I would be happy for you to to. Peruse, um, but again, a small fee would need to be paid. If if you wouldn't mind my seeing your books, by all means, I would. I would I'd love to see what you have. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, so for five silver shillings, you can spend the day here, and you know, help help yourself to the readings downstairs. I'm going to be looking for anything to do with elven magic and specifically going to be looking for anything that might have given me some idea of how our dark elf friend got out of his trap. Yeah. Mark down this minis. Ugh, I don't have a lot of money. I haven't been I haven't been marking any of the, well many of the times that we've actually gotten money. So I feel like I might be behind. Okay, so you, you do find um, some quite old tombs. Um, there's one that talks about uh, ancient elven magics and cults. Um, there's another one that talks about um, um, magics of uh, natures and um, and trees. Um, um, there's other there's another quite thick book that talks about weather and um, embracing it and, and, and funneling its power um, along with the winds of magic as well. Um, and yeah, there's lots of local history books as well. I'm hoping that between all these, at some point in the future, if I study it and take notes, at some point, something pertinent might come up as we're going through. And are there any books that you particularly are looking at, the ones that I've given you so far? Any ones that you particularly want to look into? Or um, I'm, I'm most interested in, any, like I said, anything to do with that. The, the, probably the First one that you mentioned, actually. Okay. Yeah, it's quite an old book. Um, the bindings coming away slightly, and the, the pages are quite loose in there. Um, but it, it talks of ancient stories of young gods within um, 
the old world and, and the lands of the old world and the lands of the elves um, and ancient cults and what people believed in. Um, it, it talks of um, theories on... Nagash? <laughs> Um, just like scrawled in a there are there are some mentions of Nagash in there yeah. um, and it, it seems to be within uh, chapters around ancient elven dark gods um, there's theories that are wrote in there that 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 certain gods came in you know as children of other ones and some of the ancient gods and, and things were banished. And um, and traps and, and things, um, but there's a name that keeps coming up um, that just seems to read Mornglim, Mornglim, and also referred to as the Faceless One. And as a god, or as an elf, or. He's known, he's just known as an old one more than anything. Um, and from a lot of the language, you sort of don't get it's a very old, ancient form of language. And it talks of his relationship with what you think is Cain, the, you know, the god of murder, um, and also the god of the dead as well. Um, but it almost seems that it talks of this Morn Glim as, as a father figure um, to, to certain younger gods. Okay. And again, you, you see the, the name Nagash in there, but you don't really understand the context that it's written and it's very hard to sort of put two and two together. Um, but it, it seems to mention um, like um, the dead rising from the ground and um, um, this morn glim being carried on uh, an ancient black throne by the dead itself. Um, no uh, um, accounts of said dead being very, 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 very hard to kill and repeatedly trying to be put down. Um, so that's, no, that's no. more of an ebon blade thing. Okay, cool. And if I have any more time after that, I'll probably look into the local history stuff as well. But okay. I may be discovered by my friends before then. Okay. Yes. So you you go to where your uh, wizardy friend um, said he was going to. And yeah, you meet up with him. There's this very lively, red-headed, bearded um, wizard type who seems very manic and hyper. Um, and he, he sort of shows you down into to the cellar, into the, the, the library uh, that he's created, um, to where you find Gerhardt sitting at quite a rickety table with a couple of tombs reading through them. Well met, Gerhardt. How goes your studies? Were you able to accomplish what you set out to do today? Uh, uh, 
Uh, yeah, um, found some interesting stuff. Is, is the wizard guy here, or did he just show them down? He just shows them down. Um, some, some mention of old and quite dark elven gods. That I don't know if they're relevant to Maglus and the stuff we found below the city, but... Ilmara, would you know? I'll, I'll tell um, probably not if they're dark. Jim, does Ilmarin recognize the name that Gerhardt gives him? No, you've never heard of this before. Um, you recognize the names of the god of murder and the god of death. Yeah, um, so yeah, but, so, but not yeah. this Morglim. Okay, so, so that's no, what. You, yeah, you, you, you also recognize the name Nagash. Um, it, like... it talks. It talks of him learning, um, and and yeah. It, but again, it, it, this is some really ancient, ancient, like sort of um, manuscripts that you know. It, even you can't. It, it, you can sort of read it like it's a pidgin language, but it, you can't read it like fluent. Okay, so yeah, I'm just gonna. Go back to the guys out and I was like, right, well, I know these two gods because these are part of our pantheon still, but I have no idea who this Morglim is. Um, and you see, like, literally, <laughs> there's there's the Gerhardt on the table, like crouched down and literally over his shoulder with his hand. So almost almost like he's cuddling him a little bit. He's like he's running his hand over the text and trying to read some of it as well himself now. Definitely no social distancing. No, absolutely no social distancing. Gerhard takes literally no notice. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like yeah, oh. yeah. We're, we're both. I would almost say that both Gerhard and are almost as intent as each other right now, looking through his text. Very interesting. Very interesting. Just mentioned the gash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the the, the Maglis thing, I mentioned. We should probably start like spewing ideas back yeah. and forth. But the Maglis thing, and, and he mentioned the gash. Now I've sent a note back to my parents in Altdorf to see if anybody, sort of back home, I mean home home, knows of any of these names. And I, you know, Carolyn sort of standing in the background, looking bored, and looks over at Mordek. <laughs> But you know, maybe Mordek is lighting a pipe. <laughs> but maybe I can send another note about this Morglim because I've never heard of this Morglim. It's never been mentioned in any of the Elven pantheons before. And even the dark ones, we tend to know about them, but they, you know, they sit on the outside of our pantheon, and they're more the pantheon for the the the, the Drew key. Oh, this is very interesting. Very interesting. Hagen is trying to look interested, but he's so exhausted and so beat up. He's just leaning against his hammer, and he says, "Amarnet, that 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 actually might be a very good idea. See if if any of your people or your parents knows more information about this." And then maybe Gerhard sort of Amarin snaps up and goes, "How long ago did I send that first note? When when did when? I actually haven't had any replies. It's been quite some time. When did you send it?" Well, when did right. we get out of the tunnels? I've lost so trust. Yeah, right after, right after we dealt with the halflings. Since then, we've gone Since then, we've gone there and back for the um, Bretonians, and we dealt and with and my knighting ceremony. And so it's been like a month, at least. Mm, not because well, sure my knighting month, ceremony but, was. Yeah, yeah. But it was only it was on a specific few weeks, day, certainly. Yeah. 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 How unusual. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a while. How quickly would you expect her back? I wonder. Yeah, actually, how fast does the raven fly? <laughs> um, you'd expect it back within a week, seven days, definitely. Yeah, so yeah. this is very unusual. 
Because I mean, well, it was a it was a couple of days out to the Bretonian camp and back just yeah. by itself. So yeah. Well, I mean, they're probably, you know, they're, they're high up diplomats in Altdorf. They're probably very busy. So, you know, hopefully they've got my, my message. But I'll send another message with this, this extra name one. Your um, first uh, message did mention the Druki. Yeah, yeah. I, it, I, I mentioned the Magnus. And, and actually, I, had, I haven't messaged him about this Ebon Blade. Perhaps I should add the Ebon Blade to it. And you can see, like, he's like given, got a bit. Of, he's given started. your initial reaction to the Druki, I'm guessing this is not something your parents would take lightly. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Like, we don't certainly a druki being on on in the old world is very, very rare, um, and and in the and the manner in which he was kept is even rarer still. I mean, I'm not aware of it. Um, hmm. Yeah, yes. Behavior as companions. Well, yes, that's most unusual. Um, but yes, I will send another message and see. Hopefully, we will get a response. Because this this is this the. I feel the more we, we, we involve ourselves in this, the deeper this, this becomes. Aye, that's true. Oh, Gerhard, by the way, I think Mordak has the armor that you requested. Oh, excellent. Also, uh, the two Tillians that were in the inn earlier today seem to be following us, I expect, for some nefarious means, because let's face it, that's the only kinds of things we've run across lately, so... Just be on your guard. These are the card players? Uh, they yes. foppishly dressed. Ah. Yeah. Yes, I'm they Oh, sorry, Hagen. Yes, they introduced themselves as card players. I, mm. of course, refused because the elves do not partake in gambling. I know the outfits, all right. I didn't spot the accents. Someone did slit our purse as well and, pop, and pocket a few of our coins, so they may be nothing worse than well-dressed cut purses, but with our luck, I would not want to bet on that. Keep an eye out for them. <clears throat> so, how, how late is it, um, Jim? So again? How late is it? It's about mid-afternoon. I want to make it, I want to, I want to get back to the Temple of Ulrich, see if there's anything we can do there. And I must confess, my friends, I need to find a place to rest for the rest of the day and night, perhaps. And and perhaps someone could uh, help me, accompany me back. I am far weaker than uh, than I can ever remember being. I'll accompany you, Hagen. Nah, thank you, Omar. I greatly appreciate it, my friend. What's what's the name of the other language again? Alatharian. Alatharian. In my... Uh very pigeony Eletharian attempt I'm going to say well met to Omar and this is leaving like, stuff that we talked about I'm going to, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep stating it, that's what he it, Omar turns around and kind of smiles and is like you were close and he repeats <laughs> mind, it back I have, I have linguistics as a talent so I'm going to try and learn the language so Omar repeats it back properly in full Elvish <laughs> well met and that's a perfect pitch it should have yes. in theory with the musical language I'm going okay. to over the next so, few nights trying to learn some Elvish from Omar. So who's returning to the inn? Who's going to the Temple of Ulrich now? Or are you going to the Temple of Ulrich in the morning? I'm going to the Temple of Ulrich now. And I'm okay. carrying, I'm, I'm, I'm escorting Hagen, accompanying Hagen back to the thing. I think I'm possibly going there on my own, but I'm going there now. <laughs> you, okay, so I'll deal with you first, Colin. What's, what's um, Mordek you, doing? What's, well, yeah, what's Mordek doing? I don't, oh, I don't think we should all 
we should go individually. So I'll go. I'll go to the Temple of Ulrich as well. Do Do you say that by any chance while I'm going? Okay, I'll just uh, <laughs> continue looking at books. I mean, you're in the company of a bright wizard, and as long as you stay in there, you'll be fine. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong with all that, you know, magic in that one place? Because no demoness of Slanesh are going to jump out or Gerhard is completely oblivious. He's like, ooh, books. So if someone doesn't kind of suggest it to him, he's probably going to stay there. Well, Gerhard, at the very least, you should put on your new armor. Ah, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, sure. Get up and start. Okay, so Carolyn and Mordek, you get to the the um, the temple, and there's some um, craftsmen putting the doors back on its hinges and things at the front. And you go through onto the inside, and you notice quite a young lad in there with just plain grey blanket robes, um, and he's cleaning up. He's scrubbing the walls. He's he's made quite a good job of it. Oh, it looks very tidy. Uh, the, some of the broken pews have been uh, put up against the wall for now uh, and tidied away. And it, it, it's, it looks like there's about three quarters of the pews and the furniture and the bits and bobs in here that's been saved. So it's just a little bit more empty than it is normally. But it is in quite good shape. It's, it's been given a real good clean that this lad has really sort of gone at it um he introduces himself to you as um initiate baldron von kampf or baldron of the wolf and yeah he he, he basically says that you know he's recently turned his life uh, around for it and um, he heard that there'd been uh, or there was going to be violence there. He, he was visited by uh, this vision of a great wolf uh, that told him to, to travel to Ubersreich and to um, to tend to the temple um, and here he is you know he's ha- long hair he's bearded even though he's only a teenager um very unkempt very rough looking looks like he spent like the previous six seven months sleeping rough i take it you saw the state of this place when you came in do you know how oh, to make this place holy again I mean, co- co- consecration to uh, um, I intend to pray for guidance um, I just wanted to to get it a little bit respectable again before you know I, I um, seems like a good uh, place to yeah. start asking for help before yeah. you've even shown your Willing to put the back yeah. your back into it seems. Yeah, indeed, sir. Madam, even <laughs> he does give him an odd look at that slip. Is there anything I can do to help? Of course. Um, um, if you could 
nip and get me a couple of pails of uh, water from the well, um, then yeah, uh, and, yeah, I'll, I'll sort out some 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 cloths that you can help you know clean the floors with me if you wish, and then maybe you know uh, if you would like company while I pray, then you know I'd be more than willing to. Uh, um, yeah, I'd be more than. Uh, I want to see this to place let you join in. I want to see this place set right. Yeah. Now. Okay. And between the two, you sort of crack on with it, with it. and Mordek, what you, I, you, yeah. you were coming with me. You, Mordek, you just, really you just, bust. Bust. you just, just lurking be in the standing in a corner once again, lighting a pipe, having sure, a smoke, fine. and just basically looking around, tutting a bit, going, "Ain't no Dowie." You know, ain't no doubt we craftsmanship here. I'm, I'm basically <laughs> ignoring you then. Yeah, it, basically here yeah. to make sure that if something happens, you're not on your own. Which is absolutely it, fine. But this this initiate, he, he seems very friendly, and he he don't stop talking. He asks you what you're doing here, what you've been doing here. He tells you about all about his recent activities, and now he's lived with nature and uh, hunting, you know, lived off the land. Um, he now intends to, to learn the ways of the smith and to craft his own armour. Um, yeah, he, he just seems to be very enthusiastic, um, cool. you know, with everything he does to do with Ulrich. Um I'll try and find out how much he knows about what happened. What actually happened, rather than just the state it was in. He, all he, all, actually... all he knows is that he, he cleared some um, bodies out from the trap door in in the uh, thing. He he seen some um, maybe chaos symbols. He wasn't sure that had been daubed all over the wall in blood. Um, yeah, he'd it, it, it found you know bits and bobs, but yeah, he said it looked like there'd been. A blood orgy here or something, you know. But he wasn't here to, to dwell on the yeah. past. He was here to push forward and to... Does um, he... What does he say about the, the bodies he found in the back room? Because I know none of them were human. He... <laughs> well, so I've, I've Elven or Dwarven or anything that should have been I've, here. I've had a few beastmen within my sights as of you know as I've been living off the land, um, but I've not encountered any of them in combat. But they, they tended to look a little bit like them. Um, but they were almost like man-sized rats. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much pretty much what they were that I saw. <clears throat> Went down with a good blow. Yeah. I um, I had a good look round down there and, and came out. I, uh, um, I did find something while I was down there. And he, he, he goes and gets a small casket out of the back and he opens it up and shows you. And it's like, what can only be described as 
kryptonite, so it's a large sort of crystal, sort of crooked crystal shape. Um, <laughs> My character has no idea what this is. Yeah, and it, it, it glows an eerie green. Um, but yeah, it, it shuts it back up again. It's only this gone casket, two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, they, they, there's warpstone. <laughs> I would imagine Mordek would know what that is. Yeah, I'm wondering, does Mordek yeah. react? Would Mordek be... Is Mordek in the vicinity? Sorry, I was away You notice this green eerie glow when this guy opens this casket. Look, casket up. Oh. So he said he found yeah, it. Yeah, you go over and you... Down where the you, were. Yeah. You, you recognise it straight away, but this casket, it looks like it's... Um, it's made... Yeah, to to um, it, it almost shields the power. Uh, you know, it looks like it's it's there to to probably keep the power within. You know, it looks like it it's lined to to protect maybe the outside. Lined. Yeah, I'm I'm going to yeah. go with closing it, and I'll make quiet notes myself to ask hey, Juan hey, Gettel oh. to come and have a look at it later. Hey, Manling. What be what be that chest for? I found it down there, and that was inside. It wasn't locked or anything. Was this it catch and bolt? Be it part of this place? It was down through the trapdoor into like a, a cavern down there, semi buried. This is not good. Um, I say, I say, I say, Manly, I say, that be Warpstone. That be Warpstone right there, I say. I've never heard of it. But be the what stuff is of magic. Should ah. we... I don't, I don't think it, we should keep it here. Maybe, do you know anybody who knows anything about magic? Or the arcane? I'm wondering we whether do. we should. Yeah. I'm wondering whether we should take it to the Temple of Sigma and deal with it. We should be having a chat. We, I say we should be having a chat with our wizard friend. Uh, okay. I mean, you're free to take it. It, it passes you over this casket. I'll let Mordek take it. I, I don't like this. <laughs> Given the amount of almost, unpleasant you, creatures that seem to be interested in what was down there, if they were interested in that, I'm connecting it all to... Down the there was bad. is very heavy, Mordek. Almost. You, you have a, a close look at it. and you, you can tell that on the inside that there's lead, maybe. Uh, really heavy metal. Uh, very soft metal. Um, mm. And we, we shall need leave to be you games. there for a I was gonna say, yeah. oh, sorry, go on. I was going to say, lad, we need to be getting this to Gerhardt. <laughs> and some wizard to purify that shit. And, okay. and we'll leave you guys there as we cross over to the tavern. Okay, get back to the tavern with um, Hagen helping him. Um, 
as you enter the tavern, there is a very young lad. So you'd put him around the age of 14 or 15. Um, he wears um, like a, a leather coat um, and he, he, he has uh, a device. Uh, he has like a, a sash uh, across his body and there's the, a device of a wolf on, on the actual sash. And when he, he sees uh, Hagen come in, he sort of uh, rushes over to help and sort of almost tries to shove you guys out of the way. Sir, sir, uh, let, let me help you, sir. Let, let me help you. Uh, um, hold, hold, um, lad. Who, my, who are you? My, my name is Anders. Anders, Anders, sir. Anders on Hummels. Anders? What, what can I do for you, lad? Well, I came, I came back to find my uh, my knight, but um, um, uh, I've been told that uh, he, he's no longer with us, and um, and I, I was pointed towards yourself. Um, yeah, uh, I, I served your your uncle, I believe, Sir Sir, Sir, Sir Merrick. You you were Sir Merrick's squire. Yes, sir. Yes. And and where have you been, Anders? Um, he he sent me off to uh, send some info information back to Middenheim um, regarding um, 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 some uh, cult of chaos um, that he was uh, quite um, concerned about. And I believe that the name he passed to me was Slinvold. Ah. And you have just returned from Middenheim? Yes, sir. Yes. And well, he sort of bows before you. you. You notice that as he bows, his short hair on top, he has long hair, almost a mullet haircut, but his hair on top sort of flaps down. And it's it's sort of a wig that he's like, like a toupee that he's wearing on top, and underneath, underneath it, you can see um, he's bold, but he has scars over his head. Um, it is, looks like he's taken some damage to the top of his skull, um, and he wears this sort of artificial hair that, that you sort of recognise as maybe horse hair. Um, as like a toupee, uh, the air on the back um, of his head, the, his sort of shoulder length around the sides, it, it looks like it's his own, own but uh, yeah, the, the, there's like a big toupee of horse hair that doesn't match the rest of his hair at all. Right, and as well, and you have come to me for what purpose? Well, I am without a night, sir. Uh, is there anything that I can help you with uh, for the time? Well, Anders, for the time, I will tell you this. We are in interesting times, to say the least. And for the moment, I would simply say we will secure... You can, you can stay in my room and we will discuss this more later, but... Before I take you into my service, we will travel to the Temple of Verena and we shall 
ask for the priestess there to guide the truth. Certainly, sir. Whatever you need. Well, for the time being, enjoy the hospitality of the inn. Have some potato and fish. You look really stew. sorry. You look really hungry, sir. And he rushes to the middle table and he sort of ladles out a big scoop of uh, fish stew and puts <laughs> it into a bowl and rushes up and sort of sticks it underneath your sort of nose, sir. Well, you, you must be hungry, sir. Anders, I appreciate your concern, but have a seat at the table. Enjoy that bowl of stew. I will speak with Franz to make sure that we have space for you here at the inn. Okay. And Hagen goes over to the innkeeper. I don't mind staying in the stable, sir. For now, just have the stew. And he motions the uh, he motions Franz over and he says, and very quietly, he's like, there's been too many strange things and strange coincidences happening recently. Until I know the truth of that boy, uh, I want to make sure that nothing of our true purpose is known. And I would make like to make sure that someone keeps eyes on him at all times. Uh, you are definitely a uh, tankard, uh, half-empty kind of fellow, definitely. Yes, I suppose. After the last few weeks, I suppose you could say that I am indeed that. Okay. Hopefully he is exactly who he says he is, but until we know for sure, he must be kept at arm's length. But you want me and Gunter to sort of put a bit of pressure onto him? We'll, we'll get the truth out of him. No, I. if he is who he says he is, he himself has suffered enough. Tomorrow, after I wake, we'll take him to the temple of Arena and get the truth of the situation then. Okay. Um, but I would sure. have him sleep out here in the common room tonight, and I would hope that we would be able to keep eyes on him at all times. Yeah, indeed, sir. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure of that. You sure you don't want him scolding or anything? No, he could be exactly who he says he is. And if he is, then he is under Ulrich's protection until we know otherwise. And at that point, the rest of your friends enter the bar um, carrying a fair-sized little casket. Carolyn was reluctant to leave, but... You, you could stay, Carolyn, if you want. The, 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 the initiate offers you a, a warm drink and um, a, a couple of chunks of bread um, and prayer. I think what she'll probably do is walk Mordek back to the tavern to make sure that nothing untoward happens to that casket, and then make her own way back to the temple. Okay. Because she... She wants to be, she wants to be there, but... She also this that seemed that seemed important enough to have two people keeping an eye on it. Given that there were a dozen of those bloody rat monsters and a demon being interested in it. <laughs> can we can we all see this casket? Are you just like walking it in like Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Right. So Cameron turns up with you see Cameron at the door and then she is, heads off. Is Gerhardt backing you in? No. I'm reading. What, what do you have there, Mordek? Warpstone. What? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wait. 
you have literally the 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 the, the magical stone of chaos and you're just walking around with it at this point Ilmarin is talking rather loudly the probably the rest of the bar probably Brought it here. My, my default was going to be to treat this in little this text a little bit quieter and mention and, and get get half. Mordek is the sharpest tool of the shed. Mordek, a up lad. No, a up, a up. Have you been spending too much time with the humans? A up. I I wanted to bring it here. Weapons grade plutonium. I wanted to bring it here, lad, to let to let our wizardy. What you want to give that to a wizard? I want him to have a look at it so no. we can get rid of it properly. It's literally the stone of chaos. <laughs> you, you know, well, it shouldn't be left where we found it. Where did you find it? Well, why have you got this? Where our night friend had his little encounter with them rat monsters. Right. First off, that should go nowhere near our wizard. Nowhere near our wizard. Okay. Second... We should not be walking around with this. This is why we get into trouble. <laughs> okay, demons and all sorts of things. You're walking around with essentially the stone of chaos. Go hey, give it to now, the, 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 the Go give it to the Sigmarites and tell them to destroy it. I don't hear another word about it. As your mid rant, Elmar, this guy who he stumbles over to you and puts his arm around yourself and. He stinks of vomit and his own urine. Uh, and he sort of turns to look at him and he looks like he's been sick down himself. Uh, I once found a magic stone. Um, it was great. Thank you very much, kind sir. And like Omar and like yeah. kind of presses him off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's Order. put it in the back of the wagon and we'll take it over to the Sigmarites. We're taking it now, yes? We're going now. Me and you, we're going to go and we're going to go give it to the Sigmarites. And we're going to give it to them and we're not going are to we have not, it. Are we not interested as to why no, Mordek, this when thing we start was asking, under a church? No, we will let them determine that. When we start asking these questions, it's when we get sucked into a realm of chaos. And I'm not having that happen to me again. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> so we're going to go give it to the Sigmarites and we're going to have it destroyed and we're not. We're going to leave. We're going to give the Sigmarites the, 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 You're having this conversation in the middle of a pub and that's how we get sucked into a realm of chaos. Wait, again. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hey up. I said wait. I said wait. Hey up. I'll tell now. you what. I'll tell you what. A realm of chaos might be scary to you but my missus, God. Yeah. <laughs> she's an old different level. Of chaos, let me tell you, yeah. Ilmarin, not understanding the joke, goes, your wife is a maiden of chaos. Yeah, yeah, she's evil personified. All all I'm saying is... Okay, yeah. I'm just... (laughs) If we we have this, does that mean chaos will come and find us? Because I got a couple of scores to sell. No, no, Mordek, no, no, no. Now, this is how trouble starts. Do you know what? Do you remember what happened when you last got into a fight and you bashed a man over the head with a barrel? This would be 10 times worse. Mordek, this, this container that it's in this casket, it, it does seem fairly hefty and fairly safe. Like you could quite comfortably bludgeon a man to death with it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Let's get it in the back and of the wagon. That, that stone inside, it'd be like a rattle as well. So you could stone him to death or casket him to death while it played a sort of Well, as a, as a jeweller, or... I'm sure it'd make a lovely bit of jewellery. Well, yeah, you could um... have a ring with a big piece of, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> and... Okay, and we shall leave it there <laughs> as we discuss <laughs> the positives and the negatives of carrying a large lump of well, not a large, a substantial a lump wizard. of warp stone. Freshly qualified, just barely a wizard wizard, bear in mind. <laughs> not like a master wizard. And now you've got to give him four arms. In my defence, <laughs> I have not a clue what this thing is. So I think it's probably good that the first person we ran into was Ilmarwin, who <laughs> seems to be at least some degree the place yeah. of reason. Well, we found at heart. least mildly panicked. <laughs> <laughs> Here you are, Gerhard. Oh, you've been possessed. Can you, oh. can you do anything about this? <laughs> oh, well, so, <laughs> I was warned a yeah. lot about this. It, it'd be well, magic stuff, therefore can... magic users need Or even to... worse, if I didn't know about it, <laughs> and then I tried to like use magic to figure out what it was, and suddenly got like seven corruption points and fucking summoned a demon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Be Beowulf uh, is suggesting that we should, uh, one of you should slam it into your forehead, like the guy at the end of Diablo 1. <laughs> See, that yeah. sounds like a brilliant idea because it went so um, well for him. Yeah. Um, Mayanak is thinking that Carolyn wants some alone time with the initiate. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, Not thank you for joining us again, mind, guys, but... for tonight. Um, uh, this has been Once Upon a Time in the Old World, and this thank you very much to our players. Thank you very much for turning up and watching us. And I hope to see you next week. So thank you very much. Great. Cheers. Au revoir. Bye.